Hello, how are you? Welcome to the show. Today's guest is Jennifer Mabus. Some of you may know her as the Whimsical Woman, which is her handle on Instagram and YouTube. I first heard of Jennifer when she solo hiked the Pacific Crest Trail in 2018. I followed her journey on YouTube where she shared raw, honest, and heartfelt vlogs of her hike. Jennifer has since done more hiking and had some even bigger trips planned when a surprise new adventure came into the picture. In this episode, Jennifer talks about the unexpected and difficult pregnancy that changed her plans, balancing being a working mother and trying to find time for the outdoors, postpartum anxiety, and what she's learned about herself since becoming a mother. Disclaimer, this was one of the first interviews I did for the podcast, and I was having a particularly bad case of mom brain on this day, (laughs) or rather rock star brain if you've listened to episode two. Anyway, it's all part of this new podcasting journey, and I hope you can understand, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to Biggest Adventure Yet, a podcast for adventurous, creative, and global humans raising the next generation. I'm Mari, your host, a new-ish mother who lives abroad, thrives on travel, creativity, and the outdoors. Chase down a brand new adventure, step up, step out, and enter I'm really excited to talk to you. I followed along your 2018 Pacific Crest Trail adventure on YouTube and Instagram, and that was really exciting. And actually, you're one of the people who helped inspire me to do the PCT. So that's really cool. And thank oh, you for that. That's wonderful. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. great. Thank you. I'm sure you get that um, from other people, but it is. it was just so cool to see you. I don't know, just like your vlogs and stuff are just so real and honest and it just felt like oh yeah she's doing it like I could do it yeah Yeah, I don't know um so that was really cool so thank you for that first of all (laughs) of course thank you yeah and it's like um you know I followed your you know vlogs of when you did the PCT and you know and then you know people before me inspired me so and I'm sure people have been inspired by you so it's cool that we're all just kind of you know given back in that way (laughs) yeah definitely um and let's see so just going through since 2018 then in 2020 you did the Tahoe Rim Trail so you kind of continued on a little bit more hiking yeah I mean originally yeah my my plans were to through hike the CDT the Continental Divide Trail um you know and I was planning to do that gosh I can't remember exactly but um maybe 2019 I decided and then obviously COVID happened um that started to really I think right. lockdowns I mean I know we're all over the world here but maybe around March of 2020 and so mm-hmm. um you know at first we weren't sure what COVID was you know what coronavirus really meant for everybody but um as it became a little bit more like serious I realized um I wouldn't be able to hike through hike um, a long trail like that where you have to rely on resupplying in all these little towns. Right. So after a few months, yeah, my friend and I decided to through hike the Tahoe Rim Trail um, because I'm from Reno, Nevada. And, you know, if anyone doesn't know, <laughs> geographically, Lake Tahoe is right there. So we were able to do that trail with my parents meeting us to, to resupply us. So we didn't have to like enter any like communities. Right. So um, yeah, that was a smaller hike. It's 171 miles around uh, the Lake Tahoe Basin. So 
um, a little bit smaller than the CDT, but still I at least got to get out and do something. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think 2020, a lot of people had to put their trail plans on hold or change them. So it's really great that you're at least still able to get out there and make a way to do it, help it with your family helping. That's really great. Yeah. And, you know, we were trying to be, you know, um, conscious of like what was going on. And um, there was definitely times when we had to wear masks if we were getting near maybe a little bit more popular trailheads. You know, people were still trying to get outside, you know, mm-hmm. like when people are stuck at home for that long, a lot, I think a lot more people opted to like go outdoors. So it was a little odd at times hiking with like a mask on, but that was what it right. looked like in, in order to like be out in the outdoors. And I mean, I didn't complain at all. I was very thankful to be there anyway. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I can understand that. Just like after being cooped up inside for so long, um, I'm sure that felt really good. Yes. So you were, and then you still wanted to do the CDT. You had plans to do it in 2021. And then you can (laughs) explain what happened then. then. (laughs) And then another surprise happened. This one's a little bit better, but um, I actually uh, found out that I was pregnant in February of 2021. And I had already a couple friends that we were going to at least start the CDT together. And, you know, so I had to reach out to them. We had our start date planned. Like we had everything. I I bought um, some permits and Amtrak tickets. And like, we were already really in the planning when, when I did find out that I was pregnant and it's just kind of a crazy story because um, since I was, let's say in high school, but especially when I turned 20 years old, I've had a lot of uh, surgeries and we'll say like problems with you know, my ovaries and my uterus. And I always was told that I might not be able to have children on my own. So uh this was just a a huge shock for me because I, I really just, it was the last thing I ever thought that could happen to me. Yeah. Um, You know, we weren't like trying, it was just something that happened. So, you know, definitely when I did find out I was pregnant, it was amazing, but also I was hit with a lot of um, almost like uh, almost sadness, you know, like, oh, I was not prepared for this. And I had all these other plans. And yeah, mm-hmm. it was really kind of like a scary time. But, but, you know, on the other side, it was really exciting. But yeah, I definitely mm-hmm. was one of those people that when I found out I was pregnant, it was really kind of complicated we'll say. (laughs) I could understand that when you just had no idea, like you weren't expecting it at all. That would be such a shock. And then having to change your plans. Oh, yeah. And the the irony is, um, you know, my husband and I uh, both knew, like, especially him really wanted children. And I think I was kind of on the fence. um, Because since being told at 20 years old and onward, that like, it may never happen for me. So I kind of over the years, let that idea potentially having children like of my own kind of just fly out the window and you know my husband was like he wanted them but was also okay if we didn't and uh, we've never really had like an official discussion about having children and three weeks before I found out I was pregnant we had the first official like deep talk and we Mm -hmm. were like all right I want to hike the Continental Divide Trail I want to hike the Appalachian Trail I want to do the Arizona Trail and Um, he wanted to do all these things. And we said, okay, after all of those things are done for both of us, then let's start Mm -hmm. potentially trying or going to see doctors or looking into adoption, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so it was just funny that we just had our first serious talk and then it just, it just happened. (laughs) You know, it just, you know, we're like, well, (laughs) 
Yeah. And yeah, definitely a lot of mixed emotions. And of course, yeah, I'm not the only one, you know, I, I selfishly really wanted to hike the CDT and, you know, hiking the Pacific Crest Trail was literally one of the most amazing experiences of my life. And the thing with through hiking is that it's not like you can just, it's not like, um, a dream or a goal where you can maybe do it alongside having a child, like going to school mm-hmm. and, you know, or right. learning how to play an instrument or just any of those things through hiking is pretty mm-hmm. much like, at least for a bit, you're, you're not going to be able to do it as a new mother. Right. And I think that that is what was challenging to me about it is I, I knew that my big through hiking plans were basically canceled for the foreseeable future. Yeah. I, well, we can get to this later, but I asked people for questions and people do want to know if you have any plans, if you would hike with a baby yes. or if you would be interested in that. <laughs> I know other people do hike with little children and kids. Um, it's not something I have really done much of yet. <laughs> Just kind of dipped my toes into. Yep. Um, but yeah, have you been doing any hiking or anything with your um, little, with your son, Finley? Yeah. I mean, we, we do, yeah, basically some day hikes and they're nothing, um, you know, crazy. I I'm, I'm living on the East coast of, you know, the United States near the Appalachian trail. So, uh, we'll get out either, whether it's on the Appalachian trail or just, you know, other trails in the area with, he loves his, his hiking pack. It's like his favorite thing ever, but they're just, um, yeah, maybe a couple hours or a few miles. It's nothing crazy. So we do get out in that aspect. But the thought of doing a huge through hike with <laughs> like a little toddler just seems like so much work and effort and reliability. And that's just, I, I tend to watch all the families or I follow all the families who do go out on these mm-hmm. hikes with their, their family, like their young children. And I'm just amazed right. because that is something that I don't know if I could, if I could ever do. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they're superhumans. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I just, I'm like, my first brain is like, where did the diapers go? You know, like where, well, you have to carry them, but it's like, right. Packing out all these dirty diapers and the wipes and, you know, and I'm such a more, I think, attentive mother than I thought I would be. And so I would mm-hmm. just constantly be worried if, he was too hot or too cold or too uncomfortable, or it was, you know, maybe he was not enjoying himself. He was overtired. I think that would get into my head more than me enjoying the experience. So mm-hmm. for right now, um, yeah, I'm not, not planning on doing any long hikes with him, but you know, as he gets older, we definitely want to do some, like maybe a few nights of backpacking with my husband. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll start there. We'll start yeah. there. Maybe this yeah. summer. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> start small. Yeah. Well, that's a, so he's your son is just over one or no? Yeah. Um, yeah. He's, um, <laughs> I've always seen all those funny comments about parents talking in months, but when you become a I parent, know. you get it. Um, he's, he's 17 months. So almost okay. a year yeah. and a half. Yeah. What, what about your yeah. son? He is, well, I guess maybe 23 months. No, yeah. <laughs> basically two. Yeah. Maybe by the time this comes out, he'll be two. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh, a two-year-old. That's exciting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's been so fun, like seeing all the different stages and um, how much they changed throughout that time. And now he's like more of a little human, <laughs> which is cool. I mean, he was always a human, but yeah. interactive, no, but like as, way more interactive. Yeah. yeah. I think it's like when they get to that point, um, even maybe when they were starting to be like six months old, when they start, I think like 
giving things back to you a bit, like little facial expressions mm-hmm. or little noises, like starting to really communicate. You're like, oh, wow, this is actually, yeah, like a human being interacting with me. Right. Um, yeah. And it's, it's so cool. Have you been hiking with your little guy at all? Um, we've done, yeah, like we were doing, did some day hikes, but he, he's like a super, um, active guy, very adventurous <laughs> and he doesn't like to be contained into like, I'd use the hiking backpack and he just gets bored so quickly. Like he just oh, wants to be out oh, running gosh. around before, mm-hmm. he, you know, and just like, he can't, it just changes a lot. So it's like, we can go on walks where he walks, but then it's much slower and we don't really get distance in you know um but we did just do one overnight camping like backpacking trip um which was actually pretty successful so that was good I think now that he's older he's like getting I think he was a little bit more interested in what was going on and what we were doing and um so yeah it kind of made me want to start doing more I don't know I guess I'll just get used to it maybe if we, the more we do it, but yeah, I'm sure there's yeah. like a routine, it, just like anything. Um, yeah, yeah, you have to like learn trial of error, you know, um, <laughs> but that's exciting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's really exciting. It made me, it gave me a little bit of hope to, to get out there and, um, really try doing more. So going back, I kind of jumped ahead there for a little bit, but <laughs> going back, so you found out you were pregnant and it was kind of like this life-changing moment um how did you like did it take you a while to kind of come to terms with this new reality or kind of did you just jump in and be like all right this is my next um this is what we're doing now (laughs) I, I think definitely a little bit of both it there was months and months of we'll say mourning of that that loss of again understanding that a little bit different than you know with COVID canceling the CDT hike where I was like, okay, maybe next year or the year after. This was, I knew uh, it was not going to happen for a very Mm -hmm. long time or I was going to have to be like 50 years old um, when like he's way older. And so I think it was just accepting that. I had just bought all this new gear, Mm -hmm. like kind of for the Tahoe Room Trail, but really to test it out and um, I made some gear swaps, so it was really to prepare for my year in 2021, where I was hoping to do the Continental Divide Trail and the Arizona Trail. So there was all this like, well, what do I do with all this gear? You know, my my right. few day backpacking gear is different than my through hiking gear. You know, so I'm like, oh, this is really mm-hmm. expensive stuff, and yeah. So I definitely was mourning that, um, and then seeing my friends set off on the CDT and doing it, I was happy for them. But you know, there was that 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 feeling of like, oh man, like that would have been me. Mm -hmm. But then on the flip side, it was like, oh my gosh, like I've been, what I felt like was really blessed with this opportunity. I didn't know that I'd ever have. And yeah, fortunately I was um, really sick with that pregnancy. I was diagnosed with hyperemesis gravidarum. And just for those who don't know what that is, it's it's not morning sickness, but the best way to describe it is as severe morning sickness. Mm. It's actually actually a condition and they don't know what causes it, but it just, you, you experience just debilitating nausea and you can be vomiting a hundred mm. times a day, Oh, but you're, you're at the point, you're not really throwing anything up. You're just, it's just um, right. your body's expelling everything and constant hospital visits and, um, yeah, because you don't ha- you need to get fluids and mm-hmm. the medications I was on was crazy. So 
it was, it, it was a really hard, probably some of the hardest months of my entire life because in those months I was just so sick. I've never been so sick in my life. And then I was still really, you know, saddened about, you know, not being able to through hike. Um, so it was kind of hard mm-hmm. to be excited about the pregnancy. I mean, initially I was, and then it immediately turned to just being one of the hardest things I've ever done. So it, it was challenging. Uh, um, yeah. It was a really like dark time. You know, I was yeah. so thankful to know, hey, I can be pregnant and we're, we're going on this new big adventure, mm-hmm. my husband and I, and I, I was so grateful for it, but it was really at many, many dark times and dark nights of just like, holy moly, like what is going on here? Um, but yeah, after I got out of that, I mean, I was sick the entire pregnancy, but I started to feel better near the end. And then it was like, I was stepping into my role as like becoming a mother, but it wasn't till the very end of pregnancy. Right. Yeah. So it was, it was a tough time for me on, on many levels, but um, now I look back at it and I don't even really remember those bad times. You know, it's just kind of like, I kind of forgotten a lot about it, you know? Yeah. It's funny how our brains do that. Just kind of block out the bad stuff. (laughs) um, I'm thankful for it, but yeah, Yeah, (laughs) I I know that it happened, but um, I don't have any um, like ill feelings or resentment or anything toward that process. It, It was just something that happened. Yeah. Well, that's good. Um, I was able to, I think, enjoy some parts of pregnancy near the end, right. which, you know, it, it became hard because when you're pregnant, you're and so sick, it was hard to connect with this unborn baby, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I was really worried about feeling really detached and resentful, but that, that is nothing like that ever happened. I thankfully felt attached before I gave birth and, um, yeah. And I'm just in love with my little guy. It's, you yeah. know, it was all worth it. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, that sounds yeah. um, like an awful time to go through. I'm sorry that that happened. That doesn't sound fun. And I'm sure there's so many mixed emotions, yeah. but it sounds, I'm yeah. really glad that it worked out. And um, yes, happy, happy ending. Yeah. It's interesting. Like when you talk to mothers, you know, everyone has I mean, I guess a few people probably have just a really easy pregnancy and a really easy birth, but <laughs> some, most yes. uh, mothers have some things that happen and it's just always amazes me how strong, uh, you know, these birthing mothers are. It's just, uh, you go through so much. Um, and not to say that other parents who don't oh, birth yeah. their babies go through stuff as well, but that whole pregnancy and labor process is just unlike anything. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. It, it really is. And yeah. And even, yeah, for my husband, um, he faced challenges, you know, as well. Mm-hmm. And the whole, the whole process has just been so crazy and way harder than I ever imagined. And it made my respect for mothers of any kind and parents mm-hmm. in general, just yes. skyrocket because yeah. I was like, Holy crap, people are doing this all the time. Like, I'm kind I of like why are we not making bigger deals about this? That I was insane. <laughs> Like, I know people are just doing this like it's nothing right. you know people are like oh pe- women have been giving birth for centuries and I'm like do you not understand what I just did <laughs> I, <laughs> I know. I, I'm like so uh, yeah it's really helped my compassion and understanding and empathy towards other parents in general because I'm like oh it, you know I'm like I I know what you're going through to an extent and um 
yeah, it's really, really made me respect so many more people in my life after going through this experience. Yeah, I agree so much. It's just, it opened up a whole new world. I I had no idea. I thought I knew, you know, but I had no idea. No idea. Yeah. It was just, I took birthing courses and I had so many friends who had children before me. My sister has children and, you know, I, I've talked to so many people and it was still like, um, me going through it myself was just wild. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's nothing that actually prepares you. No, no. Yeah. You're back to work. Um, and you're a mechanical engineer, which sounds so fancy. <laughs> yes. Um, sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's yeah. really boring. But yeah. yes, um, uh, yeah, mechanical engineer. And um, thankfully, I, I well, I worked as an engineer for basically the same um, department for about eight years. Mm-hmm. And my my husband is a military, so we did hop around for a couple of years, which is why I was able to do or planning to do all those through hikes because we were going to be in one location for four months and one location for six months. And for me to have a job, like I can't do that. So Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to go hike, you know, and he was getting deployed also. And so it was just, it was kind of like all perfect. Um, But now where we've been at, um, I was able to get a different job and it's mostly remote. Oh, that's great. I mean, work from home while watching my child is almost impossible, but we make it work somehow. (laughs) I'm I'm wondering how, because I can't, I feel like I'm really bad at that. (laughs) It's all kind of, uh, we we had these orders. I'm in Annapolis, Maryland. It's where the Naval Academy is. Okay, Um, That's where my husband is stationed. And it's just like, um, we had these orders before I found out I was going to be pregnant. And um, it was just a huge blessing because his work schedule here is so light. And everywhere else he's been, it's like the craziest hours or he's deployed or gone um, at trainings like 300 days out of the year. And that would have been horrible being like a new, like a a mom, a new mom. And my husband's just gone. Mm -hmm. Um, Single parents. I don't know how they do it. So shout out to you. But this, this duty station is he may go in for a few hours and then work from home the rest of the day. So hmm. I actually am able to get down and do a lot of my work uninterrupted because my husband is watching our son. Oh, that's so great. Because working and watching your kid is, is impossible. It is. It really, I mean, it really, when they're, when they're fathers and running around, when, you know, my son was, you know, like a newborn and I could carry him mm-hmm. or wrap, you know, hold, have him in a wrap, mm-hmm. I could do some work, mm-hmm. but not, not now. There's no way. There's absolutely no way. No, yeah, they take so much attention. <laughs> is your son pretty, um, what's he like? Is he like adventurous or is he kind of more chill or? Well, he's, yeah, he's definitely like, he just needs to sprint and run. Yeah. So even if I bring a bunch of toys and books mm-hmm. and close the door and everything, po- snacks and I bring everything possible, he can maybe entertain himself or I, I try to help him for a short period of time, but then he wants the doors open and he wants to mm-hmm. run and chase the dog and he just wants to sit in my lap. Yeah. And, type you know try to press yeah. buttons on my laptop yeah. which you can't yeah. do you know so it's just it's just easier if I just kind of give yeah. it up you know just sit on the ground and play with him until my husband gets yeah. home basically. that sounds <laughs> sound, sounds like my son <laughs> I think some people have kids and they're like oh yeah my kid just sat there and didn't do anything or try to leave and I'm like oh I don't know what yeah. that's like <laughs> oh yeah like oh yeah he played by himself for 30 minutes and I'm like I I don't my, my, my kid plays more by himself with mm. my husband around. 
I don't know if it's like the mom thing where he just needs to be up right. in my business all the time. But um, I mean, I love it. But when you are trying to work, um, it, it is. Yeah, it's not it that <laughs> not that good. Yeah, especially the that's the trying to type on the keyboard no. thing is like, oh, no, <laughs> no, I'm like, he if one wrong button yeah. he presses could be bad. So, yeah, it's just, you know, trying to juggle that has been difficult. And I don't know how long that'll be able to last. Mm -hmm. But right right now we're we're figuring it out so well you know we'll see yeah well it's really good that at least you um you have that kind of flexibility with your jobs and that your husband has that time that's that makes it such so much better i'm sure oh yeah most definitely yeah i kind of mentioned it earlier but i asked on instagram if anyone had questions for you um and so i thought now i might ask you some of the questions just to make sure we get those in let's see so Charlotte asks, uh, what pre-motherhood experiences do you want to continue doing the most? Oh, gosh. I mean, that's a great question. So pre-motherhood, um, since, you know, I can't technically through hike at this moment. I mean, maybe I could, but I'm not going to. Um, just continuing to to get outdoors and to be in nature. It's It's been so healing for me. And you don't need to go on like a huge through hike in order, I think, to reap those benefits. It's just, um, I like the physical aspect. I like uh, pushing my body in that in that way instead of like going to the gym. So yeah, just hiking, backpacking. And uh, my husband and I were really impulsive travelers. So basically, we just would randomly be like, do you want to just go do the, go to this little town this weekend? And we would just pack up and drive four hours. And that's something that we really miss. And so, you know, I, I definitely wanted to be a little bit more, I guess, active because it's really easy to, at least for me, to just be more of a homebody mm -hmm. with my son. It's just a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, so that, that's something that we were definitely trying to incorporate more of is taking more trips and, you know, getting outside more. And it's been really cold here for a mm -hmm. while. You know, we're still like on the tail end of winter. Right. So excited about having nicer weather. And now, you know, my son's walking. Mm -hmm. So this spring and summer, we'll be able to take him on more hikes and walks and he'll be, you know, able to stomp around. And I, I think that's, that's my main goal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Those are the, the same kind of things that I hope to focus on. <laughs> okay. Next question from Shadow of Ken. He wants to know, when are you going to do Te Aradoa? That's New Zealand's long trail. Yes. I will never yeah. be able to say that. So if I ever do it, just can everyone has to know. You can say TA. Yeah, okay. I just... TA, perfect. So, you know, my husband and I went to New Zealand for our honeymoon and we were actually kind of joking, but being serious, looking at how to move there. Uh, it was just like the most incredible place. And so I would definitely love to do, do that. I think it's one of those fun things where I don't know where life's going to take me and my family, mm -hmm. you know, you just kind of roll with it. But what if in five years, you know, my husband and I just take our kid, kids, and we just want to go to New Zealand for a while and they could, my husband and the kids could follow me in a van yeah. and hike some of it with yeah. me, you know, like that's just possible. But me just flying over there by myself and doing it, it what, what would it take like four or five months yeah. to do the trail? Is that about right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Me just doing that in the near future is not going to happen. So I would definitely need to have like my family with yeah. me. Who knows? We'll see. Maybe I can convince them to sell all, all of our possessions and follow me with the in yeah. van for the rest of yeah. my life so I can just do all these hikes, you know? Sounds yeah. good. I feel like they'd 
jump in with you at some point too. <laughs> That'd be cool. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Describe asks what to tell your pre-kid self things that most surprised you and best tips. Oh God, that's a great question. I just think um, in general, and it, it's something that, you know, even the PCT taught me is that I'm so much stronger and more capable than I ever thought I was, whether it's doing a through hike like the PCT or being pregnant and giving birth and doing all of that. Um, and plus many other things in life, you know, getting a degree in engineering or just anything is to, to, to back myself more. Mm-hmm. Um, and to, yeah, trust that I, I'm actually like more capable of, um, accomplishing a lot of things than I think I am. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so good. I think that, yeah, that connection to what you learned on the PCT is really powerful. I think that's definitely something good to remember. Yeah, I just look about back at like a lot of accomplishments. And yeah, when you start something huge, like going to school, a through hike or getting pregnant or I mean, anything, it's you see how many steps you have to take to get to the mm-hmm. end and how many things that have to happen. And it can become really daunting. And it's really easy, I think, for many people, including myself, to just be like, that's way too much work. And I'm already too tired as is. And I like my life now. No, there's nothing wrong with me staying where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a really easy mindset to get in. And so, yeah, just like trusting, like there's going to be a lot of hard work, but I will come out better on the other end. And I'll be very thankful that I took the steps. I think it's a great reminder for me now to realize that um, I can still have this kind of life that I want, even though I have a child or uh, all these other obstacles, I, I know that I can overcome them because I've done it so many times before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so true. That's like, um, sorry, my brain is. <laughs> um, okay, mom, mom brain is like the most real thing I've ever experienced. I know, it's so <laughs> ridiculous that it's, I I never had this before. Like I never had, I mean, I'm sure a little times before becoming a mom, but, and a lot of people get um, pregnancy brain where it happens when you're pregnant and you just start becoming that forgetful. Yeah. And I never had that. And it wasn't until afterwards. And I was just like, you try and think of a word and it's just not there. <laughs> it's really frustrating. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, am I, do I need to be a professional <laughs> yeah. about my memory loss? Because I just, I don't know what's going on. I sometimes. know. <laughs> and it's funny because uh, my last job, there was a woman who had a three-year-old and I remember I asked her a question once and she just could not remember at all. Like she, I was asking her about where a person sat and there was a person who sat right across from her and she just could not remember at all. And then she was like, oh, sorry, mom brain. And I yeah. remember thinking at the time, like, how is that still a thing? But now I get it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just, it feels like um, <laughs> so much of my brain is going to keeping a small human alive that other stuff just kind of falls out. <laughs> it's, so... Yeah, it's like not important anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so sometimes I, I question why I decided to make a podcast when I don't have the words, but that's that's okay. Hopefully everyone yeah, can know, understand. Exactly. Yeah. Every mother listening will be like, this is the most relatable podcast. So don't yeah. worry. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to not edit that out in that case, but <laughs> okay. Next question after that tangent. I don't remember what I was going to say, so we'll just move on. One step ahead. Eight wants to know. If you had to hike the PCT over again, is there anything you would do differently? Oh, gosh. To be honest, um, no. I think my experience was absolutely perfect, even all the really bad moments and scary moments. 
um, I, you know, I made mistakes and I wasn't like the most knowledgeable on certain gear or I didn't test out certain gear to the max. I wasn't one of those, I guess. And so along the way, I learned how to, what things worked for me and what didn't work. And then, you know, I, yeah, I had some scary moments, but there's, um, nothing that I think I would change. Uh, Cause that's part yeah. of the, the, that's part of the whole journey and the process. What made it so amazing is everything, um, every little fiber of my, my life on that trail is what made it so incredible. So no, I, I was, I'm no regrets from that, from that time of my life. I love that. Yeah. And you yeah, can and, only and ever be, yeah. No, you guys. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, you can only ever, or you can never fully be a hundred percent prepared, right? You can, you can research everything you want, no. but you can't be prepared for any, you know, things just happen on the trail that you could have never anticipated. So yeah. Yeah, I agree. Sorry. What were you going to say? You know, and then I forgot. So we're, <laughs> we're good. All good. This is going great. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's just like I ask you a question, you pass. Ask me, yeah. I'll pass, and that'll be the whole right. Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, hopefully there's some um, <laughs> there's something in there. Yeah. There's something. <laughs> okay. Another question uh, from Read Our Life. How old was your child before you camped overnight, and how did it go? Have you gone camping yet? Oh God, no, I haven't camped overnight yet. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, so we haven't we haven't done an overnight, just uh, day hikes, and then we go stay in like a hotel. <laughs> yeah, oh, nice. <laughs> so I, I'm very thankful, but I've never really experienced um, anxiety or depression in my life. I've sp- experienced situational anxiety, and but um, after I I gave birth, it was my first bout, and I'm still I still have remnants of it. I'm still experiencing like my postpartum anxiety and depression. And it, it hit me like a truck because, um, and at first I didn't even know what it was. And it made me relate to people who experience these things every day. But my anxiety was a lot of not wanting to take my son out anywhere mm-hmm. because I didn't want him to get in a car accident or I didn't want like, I didn't want anything to happen. Mm-hmm. And it, it was really hard for me to get over that. And so one part of that is, I guess it was last summer, we wanted to maybe do like a backpacking or like an overnight trip, but I was having a lot of anxiety about where he would sleep. He sleeps in like next to me. He's still in our room, like in like a, his own crib, but I'm like right there, but mm-hmm. I've always been too scared. Like um, if he's next to me, like, would I roll on him? And like, you know, mm-hmm. we don't need to go down that road, but I just had a bunch of anxiety um, about that. So we, we never did anything, but this summer we're really hoping to to at least go out and do one night and get him some proper gear. And now that he's older, I, I think he'll be more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you said that you just w- did your first overnight trip. So I'm, I'm curious how that worked out. Yeah. Um. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you for sharing um, about your postpartum anxiety and depression. I think that's something that I think it's actually so common and just should be talked about more. So thanks yes. for sharing that. And of course, um, yeah. I definitely experienced some of those things as well. I think that I had the anxiety, which I didn't even know was a thing before, <laughs> before I was pregnant, that postpartum anxiety was a thing, but it definitely is. And yeah, uh, so I can relate to how hard it felt at the start. I didn't want to do very much either. And I think, yeah, it was just, everything felt so hard. Right. And you, yeah, I just yeah. wanted to protect my child at all costs. Yeah. So, but for camping, well, so we actually did like car camping 
we did that the first time when he was like eight months old we did a, a few oh, nights cool. um in a tent like we went yeah we went and got like you know because we're used to, nick and i are used to sleeping in like small little backpacking tents right yeah um but we went and got like a big tent where you could stand up in it and stuff and that that felt like a whole thing we're like oh we're a family now <laughs> um <laughs> this and- happened Yeah. So we, but it was big enough that we could put like his little um, porticot in there and stuff. And oh, that's really smart. Yeah. It went really well. I think the only thing we didn't prepare for was that uh, like it was summer and so it was warm during the day, but where we were, it got cold at night. And so we didn't realize Mm -hmm. the temperature changed and we hadn't. So all of a sudden we're like, oh no, like is he freezing? And then we're just freaked out the whole time if he was too cold or not. Like we ended up having to bring him. Um, kind of in between us because we thought he was too cold and I don't know yeah. so I guess my best tip is just to make sure you have the appropriate uh, gear that they can stay warm but it's hard when it's really hot when you put them to bed anyway that's the whole thing but yeah yeah so we did that and then we did another small camping trip recently but then yeah we just did our first backpacking overnight and it's pretty good. I think this last time he's so much more aware. He was kind of like waking up in the night being like, where am I? What is this? <laughs> what is happening? You know? What are those sounds? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it was pretty cool too. It was really fun to see him like in the morning and um, at dinner. There were a lot of other hikers there and campers, people doing uh, the TA and stuff were there. And so I think he was just really interested in these people and like what they were doing. <laughs> so that was cool to see. That's so cool. Um, I think exposing kids to that. I mean, not everyone's going to agree, but obviously you and I come from a, and it sounds like our partners come from that life as well mm-hmm. of like loving the outdoors. Right. And I just yeah. think that's uh, like, I didn't really have memories like that growing up. Um, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I definitely, that's what I'm really excited about is, you know, having my little kids stomp around like a little campground and interacting with other people there. I think that's really yeah. like formative for them. Yeah, definitely. So when did you start getting into um, the outdoors? Well, um, I like I said, I grew up from, I'm from Reno, Nevada, and Lake Tahoe's right there. And so mm-hmm. it's just such a stunning right. place. And so I've always appreciated the mountains and the outdoors, and I would do some hiking. And then I moved to Hawaii uh, after I graduated oh, college. Nice. And then that just mm-hmm. skyrocketed my love for hiking. And I feel like if you move that you have to hike and go to the beach and, you know, that's just the the lifestyle. And so (laughs) Mm -hmm. definitely got into it there. And then I moved up to the Pacific Northwest after that, Seattle. And then, you know, it's Seattle. You got the Olympic Mountains on the West and the Cascade Mountains on the East. You're just like sandwiched in between like these two gorgeous mountain ranges. So definitely got in a group pretty easily of uh, people who love the outdoors. And Mm -hmm. I was able to learn a lot. And that's when I really started to go backpacking a lot more. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, it's just, um, I think where I've lived, I mean, everywhere I've lived has just thankfully had these beautiful mountains and I'm addicted now. So yeah, (laughs) like I said earlier, I'm, I'm living in Annapolis, Maryland, and I was in Virginia beach and Florida. Uh, my husband's a deep sea diver for the Navy. So we have to be on the ocean so sea level and a lot of these mm-hmm. places don't have mountain ranges like nearby right. and it's been it's been a struggle so um, yeah, <laughs> yeah I did definitely realize like how much I love the mountains mm-hmm. it's definitely like somewhere where my husband and I definitely are like we need to live somewhere again where we have like easy access to go backpacking and hiking and I think um 
being here. It's beautiful where I am, but it's definitely harder to want to get outside when it's just a lot of, you know, flat, flat, like dense trails. So you don't get many views. And, you know, I think that's another part of why we haven't gone out as much because there's a lot of ticks uh, and yeah. it's just the same kind of trail and um, not even talking about the Appalachian Trail because that's still even a couple hours away. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the trails around here myself locally. So right. yeah, definitely. I definitely realized that where I am locally and like where I live definitely inspires me to get out more. Yeah. Like living in Hawaii or Seattle or Lake Tahoe. Right. Yeah, I can understand so, that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, hopefully the next, your next location will have more mountains around. Um, yes, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, let's see. I'll do one more question. Uh, so this one, I'm pretty sure it's from... Um, well, actually, I know it is. It's from your podcast host. Wait, co-host. Co-host. Oh. <laughs> okay. Co-host. Speaking. Um, Diana, Diana, don't, <laughs> she, don't listen to anything she's, Diana says. She's given you something we haven't talked about at all. So this will be uh, interesting. Of course she is. <laughs> yeah. And for those of you who don't know, Jennifer has a podcast uh, called Bush and Banter, uh, which is really good. They talk to kind of and people in the outdoors uh, people who do really cool stuff in the outdoors. So definitely check it out. Thank you. Yes. Uh, yeah. But just to preface, Diana and I are very sassy with one another. So I'm yeah. curious what this question is going to be. <laughs> it makes the podcast really fun. Um, so her question for you is, if you and me, well, if you and her, I assume, got into a chocolate pudding wrestling match, who would win and why? Oh my. <laughs> She's such... She's something else. Okay, well, it, it was something that shocked me when I first met Diana. She's really tall. Okay. It, she's not really a foot taller than me, but it seems like that. So yeah. I, I think we, we got different strengths. She has the height, mm-hmm. but I've got like the muscle. Yeah. So, and I've done some Brazilian jujitsu. Okay. So, you know, I would just have to lay low and, you know, sweep her legs. So I'm like, remember what we were talking about earlier? I have to back myself. So clearly mm-hmm. I would win. Yeah, true. She's true. I'm going to, of course, say myself. I'll knock her out low. Yeah. Yeah. I love the confidence. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good question to end on. But for... <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, go check out their podcast. So you can hear more of that kind of banter. <laughs> um, and... Just ridiculousness. Yes. Yeah. Ridiculousness. <laughs> I have just a few questions now that I ask every guest, Um, so I will just get into those. So number one, what is one thing that you did for yourself lately? And this is kind of just uh, because I feel, you know, especially as parents, we're spending so much time caring for others that I feel like it's so important to care for ourselves. So, And if there's not something you could think of or something maybe that you want to do or that you're planning on doing. Um, You know, I know we just talked about it, but actually this podcast that Diana and I started, the Bush and Banter podcast, is something for me. Um, And as I'm sure you know, it's a lot of time and effort behind the scenes, Mm -hmm. like way more than I thought. And because I've been uh, sort of, we'll say, detached from the outdoor lifestyle for a bit because of having children, it's been extremely encouraging to start something like that again and feel involved again, even though I can't like directly be through hiking Mm -hmm. or going on these like year long trips that some of our guests have done doing crazy things. And so, yeah, starting the podcast has definitely been a huge like mood 
booster for me, shall you say? Yeah. Well, I agree. It took me a really long time to get my act together to do this, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and I feel like it's the same. It's like I've been so out of touch with the outdoors world and the travel world. I was like, I might as well talk to people who are at least are in the same boat or who are doing cool stuff. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, and I love it. And it's so great that you started it. And there's always room for, I, I know there's like always a million podcasts, I know. but yeah. and, and various other things, but there's always room for people and people will find something great from your podcast and hopefully from mine. And, you know, it, it's really great that we're also just doing it for, you know, ourselves right. and, you know, it's something we're both passionate yeah, about. Yeah, so that's so true. All right, well, so anyone, if you're feeling kind of stuck in a rut, just make a podcast. <laughs> exactly. No, probably not. It is actually so much work, like you said. It's way more work than I thought it would be. But um, yeah, actually, I'm yeah. curious, how have you found podcasting compared to YouTube? Gosh, well, my YouTube is not, it, it, you know, I'm not like a cinematographer and, you know, so my YouTube's more of like just me and my iPhone, almost like literally a vlog. Right. Yeah. That's, you know, and, and I do enjoy that aspect of it. But podcasting has been fun because it's been able to just allow me to interact with people in a different way instead of it's just me and my camera. Right. I like having conversations with people. So the podcast has been a lot of fun, mm -hmm. even though Diana is extremely sassy most of the time. <laughs> I have to deal with her. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah, no, like we love each other. She's one of my best friends. So um, it's been a lot of fun doing that with her. And yeah, just kind of getting to talk about a lot of, you know, maybe topics that people don't talk on a lot. You know, our first season was just her and I talking like about certain topics mm -hmm. that her and I would talk about while we were backpacking together, you know, mm -hmm. like at the end of the night, eating our dinner. And, and then second season is all these other guests who've done some crazy things. And it's been really different from YouTube in the aspect of just getting into to interact with someone else other than just yeah, me and my camera. Right. That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> I can relate as well. Okay. Next question. What is a book or a podcast or a movie that has impacted your life? Something that's impacted my life. I mean, okay, there, there's so many, but I'm just going to speak to recently, um, anything with comedy. So nothing, nothing too deep. And I think that's something that I've really just has really helped me through this process mm -hmm. is listening to like Conan O'Brien's podcast mm -hmm. or watching like the office or Brooklyn nine, nine. If I have like 30 minutes at the end of the night mm -hmm. and you know, after my son goes to sleep and right now, these are the things that are really impacting my life of just being able to kind of like decompress and not think about the millions of things I have to do and just laugh. Yeah. So that's where I'm at right now. It's just like a co comedy, not having to really think and nothing too depressing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, that right now has really been, been really helpful for me. I love that. Yeah. Laughter is so important and helps so much. Yes. Things in the day can be so serious and I just need to let that go. Yeah. At the end of the night if I yeah. can. Um, okay. And the last question is, what is a song that lifts you up and like makes you feel good and have a good time? And I'm going to make, well, I've already made, I've made a playlist of all of these. So I'm just adding slowly to them as we have guests. So we can all listen to the music and have something oh. that will lift us up when we need it. That's such a great idea. I love that. Um, so right now, the song that I, when I get in my car and if I ever get to drive somewhere, which is sometimes not yeah, often yeah. <laughs> um, since I work from home right. is um, it's called calm down 
by I think it's pronounced Rima with Selena Gomez. Okay. I don't know if you're R E M A. Okay. I feel like it's one of those I've probably heard yeah. and I didn't know who it was by or what it was called. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's one of those, I think. Um, but it's with, with Selena Gomez oh, nice. called Calm Down. Yeah. And I just blast it, windows down if I can. And yeah, it just is, it's a good few minutes. Okay. I love that. And now I want to try that out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel driving in the car, yes. even if the kid's in the back, it's like, it feels like kind of like me time. <laughs> it's like, yes. Yeah. I know. It, yeah. That, that's where we're at. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Got to take the small wins. <laughs> yeah. Driving to the grocery store is my self-care. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, never, never, ever would have thought that, but you know. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much for being here and being on the show. And it's been such a um, pleasure to talk to you. And I can just relate to so many things that you've been going through. And it's just nice to connect with other parents and outdoorsy people. And hopefully we can just, you know, all support each other in <laughs> this adventure. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me on. You know, I'm sure you and I could sit here for hours and just talk and, um, you know, I wish we were all closer, you know, I I think we could, if we could all meet and, you know, make plans together or, or us being able to find people in our area to do those things with, like having that support system and people know that what you're going through would make it a lot easier. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's too bad that we're not closer, but maybe one day we'll we'll get our families together and little boys and go on a, a fun little trip oh, we can we trip together. oh that'd be so fun okay we'll have to make that happen because uh, yeah yes, I feel in the future in the future <laughs> yeah. I know it was great talking to you thank you so much yeah thank you all right we'll talk to you later bye I hope you enjoyed that episode with Jennifer since we recorded this she's actually announced that she has a second baby on the way Woo! congrats if you want to follow along and see what she's up to, you can follow her on Instagram at the whimsical woman. It will be linked in the show notes and also on YouTube under the same name. All of the music on the show is by Musicbed. Musicbed, I feel like, has the best music for your podcast or YouTube videos. I use it for all my YouTube videos as well. You can sign up for an account to check it out for yourself with the link in the show notes. And you can get one month free when choosing a yearly plan with my code as well. So, yep, it's all in the show notes. And thank you for listening and uh, thanks for being here. Pretty soon, myself and my family are taking a trip to the US for three whole months, which is really exciting. So, I will be hopefully posting these podcasts regularly still. Um, but yeah, if you want to follow along to see what we get up to, you can follow me on Instagram at Mari Johnson. And then as always, you can follow the show at Biggest Adventure Yet. And I will see you next time. Happy hiking, happy parenting, happy travels. Bye.